Danny J. And I'm Jill Coleman. Welcome to the Best Life Podcast. Here, we talk about everything from success, money, relationships, and entrepreneurship to productivity, honest communication, positive psychology, and how to cultivate an abundance mindset. Make money, travel the world, deepen your relationships, live full out. This is the best life. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's put your back into it. So we wanted to, oh, this is Danny J. And this is Jill. I don't think I said my name on the last episode, but that's all right. Follow us on Instagram. So then, you know, you can put a face to a name and a name to a voice. (laughs) That's what I I meant. All the things. Right. Um, So, uh, so we want to talk today about how to be alone. And I think I know, I'm sure you've gotten DMs about this, but I've definitely gotten DMs where people have asked, like, how do you do things alone? Or they're so scared of being lonely and want to have people around constantly and asking, you know, after divorce, after separation, after a breakup, or I don't know, even just moving out with a roommate or something, just how do you live life alone? And I think it's a really good topic to discuss. So yeah, we're gonna, mm-hmm. that's where we're going to start. Awesome. Yeah, this is a good topic because I think, um, you know, just in our personal sort of experience, I think you were a lot more used to being alone than I was. Um, and it's funny because my ex-husband even said at one point when we were kind of going through some of our stuff before I left the marriage, he was like, well, you know, you're just scared to be alone. And I was like, what? Fuck you. Like, Because I grew up an only child. So I think for me, I have three younger brothers, but they're from my dad's second marriage. So I grew up fairly alone. And I always was someone who was fine being alone as a kid. I always like just, you know, uh, entertain myself. Like I was, so the idea that, and I've also lived alone before, like when I was 21, I moved to like, for a job, I moved to, you know, a city where I knew nobody. I had a boyfriend in a different town, but I spent Monday through Friday by myself every week, like not talking to fucking anybody except my clients. Like, so I don't know. I think when he said that, I was like, what? But then honestly, actually, when I started doing things alone, after I left the marriage, I felt really uh, vulnerable. Mm. I think that's probably the word. Like I remember just seeing like, let me see if I can just go. It was almost like a little, what I call a vulnerability PR. It was like, let me see if I can just endure this discomfort of this where I was married for 10 years. I was uh, in a lot of long-term relationships back to back to back. So when I left the marriage, I was like, let me see if I can just go to a Airbnb or a hotel for two nights by myself. And I remember I went up to Asheville in the mountains of North Carolina and I went to dinner by myself and I like just sat there. I didn't bring a phone. I didn't bring like an iPad. I brought like no like activities or anything. And I was, I remember like just being so nervous the whole time. Are people looking at me? Are they like, cause at this time I was like a young girl. I was like 32, 33 years old, young, attractive girl. I was like, this is weird that I'm not here with a guy, you know? And I felt like this weird, but then I got through it. I was like, and then I went to Italy and then I traveled to Australia and I did all these things by myself. And over time I was just like, this is fucking rad. But there was definitely a ramp up phase where I had the feelings of, am I a loser? you know, are people judging me, you know, because I'm not like, you know, and I was also going through my stuff with my relationship. So it was like, am I just not being picked? Am I not good enough to be in a relationship? Like all those kind of things. But I really felt stronger for it. And now it's like, no, a fucking no brainer. Like I actually really wish I'd do more shit on my own now, but (laughs) yeah, it's funny because, you know, I do, I haven't found a lot of issues being alone and same thing. You know, I had my 
moving out of my house. I had a roommate, but then after six months, I, I lived alone for a, quite a long time. And um, I haven't had that many issues, but it is different when you suddenly are out of a relationship. And I think what it comes down to is what you're making it mean. So if you are feeling like, oh, I'm sitting here alone, so other people must be thinking something about me, which they're probably not thinking anything about right. you. Totally. Uh, I never thought if I saw somebody eating alone that like, why are they, why are they by themselves? Right, never. <laughs> it's just not really something that crosses my mind. Um, but I think that when we get these kind of messages of people afraid of being lonely or afraid of being alone, I don't necessarily know, like the fear is most likely, but I don't know, and you could shed some more light on this if you think different, but the fear is probably most likely of uh, probably one of two things. is like, no one's ever gonna want me again, like those kind of exacerbated ideas, or what other people are gonna think, like what does it mean about me if I'm not alone? Because otherwise I'm going, well, what's the problem with being alone? There's plenty of Unless people you're like scared of the darker, the <laughs> yeah. scared of the darker something. And I, I get it, like certain things, I know people have messaged me a lot about traveling alone for safety-wise, sure. but as if it's outside of safety, then for me, I'm going, what else is the problem? And I, I really do think, you know, I, I've traveled a bunch. I've moved around a lot and I had somebody message me and they said, what are you running from? And I was like, look, dude. Oh, really? Not, was yeah. it a guy? Yeah, of course. <laughs> These fucking guys. Yes. They always say shit like that. I'm like, I'm not running from anything. I, you know, to be honest, the reason the last couple of years I was traveling was a couple of things. I got divorced. My dogs died. I didn't have any reason to be home. And I thought this is the one time in my life that I'm going to have the opportunity to do all of this travel without having someone to come back to and like have to be somewhere. So for me, I looked at it as an opportunity. I also am very self-aware and I know that wherever you go, there you are. And that's, yep. so I've seen people where they just run from one job to another. They run from one relationship to another. They run from one city or town to another. And it is that they're running from something, but it's like the problems are always there because they're the problem. So I am very aware that wherever you go, there you are. So I'm, I'm like, I'm not running from anything. I'm definitely not. But I think that sometimes we are. And so it does take, and we always go back to self-awareness of, are you running from something? And are you using your socialization as a way to avoid thinking about and feeling some things that you just are that are uncomfortable mm -hmm. and you don't want to feel? And I know right after my divorce for a while, I was going out dating and drinking a lot and I definitely was keeping myself very busy because those alone times felt really sad, you know, because I could feel what was missing. There was these points where it wasn't, I was just, it wasn't that I hated being alone. It was just that my life was different. Mm -hmm. I could feel a void that was like, I didn't have that relationship anymore. Or mm -hmm. if my dogs were with him or something, I'm like, it's very quiet and this is not what I'm used to. And so I'm avoiding that feeling. So I think ultimately we, being alone gives us the opportunity to really look at, learn ourselves and love ourselves. I, like, I like my own company. I'm yeah. totally great being alone. I, many times <laughs> I book a trip and try to get, I actually, in August, I went, I got an Airbnb for a few days and I just messaged Jeff. The other day he sent me a, uh, a YouTube video of some guy on the Logan Paul show and he went to this like retreat for 21 days. And I was like, so what is it? You just basically are alone. And I was like, that sounds amazing. Sign me up. So just <laughs> put me in a cabin for 21 days. I guess they drop off your food so you don't see anyone. I'm like, yes, let's do this and separate and just drop me off, take my phone and like, <laughs> let me be alone. So I think that, you know, when it's intentional, it can be really mind opening. You can really learn so much about yourself. You can really enjoy your own company. You can do what you freaking want, like watch your movies, eat your own food, be in your underwear, like whatever you feel like doing. <laughs>
But if you are just out of a relationship and having those moments where you're just feeling a void, that's another story. And I can get why that can feel scary and uncomfortable. But I think it's important to feel those uncomfortable feelings. I really think it is. And I was going to say that. I think it's it's one of those things where you just do really see how okay you are by having those times. I remember my first year living in Los Angeles because you hadn't moved out there yet. And, you know, I didn't really know anybody. I had a girlfriend who lived out there, but like I didn't see her all the time because she was married. I saw her maybe once a week, once every 10 days. For the most part, it was just me. And I remember I traveled a lot that that year too, but I remember just being like, I guess I just go to bed, you know, like, (laughs) you know what I mean? Like this feeling of like, I guess this is okay. Like, but I had been so used to staying up and talking to my partner and like my brother lived with us for three years and like just having a lot of things going on that I was like, yeah, I guess this is fine. Like, I think you nailed it when you said like the, the perceived judgment of like, what does it mean that I'm just going home and I'm going, I don't see anyone all day, especially when you work from home. I've come to actually really love it. It's so funny when I talk to people about you and they're like, well, Danny, is she just like so extroverted? She's so social. I'm like, she's not extroverted. Like, I know that about you, that you're like very introverted. You love your alone time. You need a lot of downtime. And I'm the same way. You can put it on and, you know, you're socially, you know, uh, mature. So you're socially agile. So you get it and you can hang, but you need a lot of downtime. And so I think it's... um, I think it is definitely valuable if you have never been alone to have a period of time, even if it is 21 days, right? Or even if it is taking yourself on a little road trip to the mountains for a weekend, like giving even just one night at a hotel, especially if you're listening to this and you have, you know, family and you have a a partner and you have like your people are constantly needing you. It's like, that's a time where you need it alone, which is funny because I just did two live events in the last couple of weeks and had people from all over the country and even all over the world come to Los Angeles. And so many of them are moms and they were like, I was just laying in my hotel room (laughs) by myself. No one was bugging me. No one's pulling on me. No one needs my, needs me. It was the best. And I'm like, yeah, like you definitely. So there's something that is really rejuvenating. I think about being alone, being with yourself and not having the distraction, frankly, of other people, you know, it's so great. I was just going to say, I hear moms all the time. Just like, I wish I get like, I will lock myself in a bathroom and just Just to be away for five minutes. But I guess there's a difference when you are doing it as a choice versus suddenly people are gone out of your life. And so there is a big difference there because you're just living a different life too. I remember Mm -hmm. like you and I talking about this early on, you know, you're so used to sharing everything in your life with one person and like literally they know everything about you they know what you're doing every day like you're just constantly at the end of your day hey how did today go what like you're talking through everything and to not have that outlet you know and then like when you moved to LA I was like okay now you're my person that <laughs> yeah, I talk yeah. to everything about you know but it was I think it's valuable and I think I had this moment I think I've showed this on the podcast before when I got back from my initial Italy trip I was in Italy for two weeks alone when I was still technically married um, and we were just taking some time and I remember being so scared the whole time. I didn't speak the language. I remember being so scared the whole time and I flew back and I got into JFK and I called my dad and I was just like, I am so proud of myself. Like, I feel like I could fucking do anything. Like, it was this really weird. It sounds like weird to say when you're like a 33-year-old woman, like you can't travel alone. And I'm sure, you know, we've talked to this before where people, you know, have asked us about travel. And I'm sure many of you have traveled alone, you know, extensively. I know you have. But when you haven't ever done that and you see yourself do that, you're like, holy shit, I'm like, I'm amazing, you know. Totally. And, so then you, and then you get sort of addicted to it and you want it more. So I think there's something really nice about 
then coming back to, if you want to start a new relationship, being like, I want you, but I don't need you. I don't need you to feel whole. I don't need you to feel like I'm worthy. I don't need you to pick me. We pick each other and it makes it better. So Keith and I have had this conversation quite a bit. I'm like, you know, both of us only want to be in a relationship if it, if it enhances our experience. Cause both of us had a really great life as single people. Yeah. So only if it enhances our individual lives, do we want to be in the relationship? You know, it's not a codependent thing. So, yeah, yeah I think there's so, there's such a power in being able to travel alone and come just go to another country or go to another state like whatever you're going somewhere else by yourself you just feel so badass doing it especially if you have to I don't know get cabs or yep. find f- trains or something like do something different yep. you figure it out you're like yep don't speak the shit. language yes. and like yep it, you feel so so powerful but it's in the moment it's scary and you know what that's why Courage is not about the lack of fear. Courage is just like knowing you're scared and you're just doing shit anyway. You're like, I'm doing the thing. I'm doing the thing. I'm doing the thing. And I think once you have an act of courage, you start to, not that you get addicted to that, but you just have a different sense of empowerment and you have a different relationship with being alone. I think sometimes we equate alone with being lonely and that's- Not the same. They're not the same at all. Loneliness- you could be lonely in a room full of people. Totally. You could be lonely in, in a, a relationship. Totally. Absolutely. And I, I think that's something that I've seen people, I'm in that, I've talked about this before, the unwed group. It's a group of a lot of people who've been divorced or never married. And some talks about being alone. And it's the whole, um, the whole idea of loneliness. And I'm like, loneliness doesn't mean alone. To me, loneliness can be in a relationship. Loneliness is not feeling connected or having relationships, but alone doesn't necessarily mean lonely. I can feel when I'm alone, feel like I'm in a really good spot. Like I'm not lonely at all. I may be reading a book. I'm doing my own thing. I'm dancing. I'm just having an amazing time, but I would never say that I'm lonely. And I, and and caveating that, uh, loneliness is valid too. Like we yeah. are humans. We want to have connections to other people. We want to, we are social creatures. We're tribal animals. Um, but loneliness doesn't have to be filled by a romantic relationship. Loneliness, I, and I dare say loneliness doesn't necessarily have to be filled by people any, at all. Yeah, yeah. any people. Um, I think loneliness really is kind of an inside job and like, I don't know. I should do a little more digging on loneliness because I think it's a, really an epidemic, actually. I think it is, And too. I think uh, loneliness is more of a social isolation and a lack of feeling connected. And I think that um, even social media has made people feel more lonely than other and than ever, even though we are more connected than ever. And so I feel like loneliness is more about how we feel connected to people versus who we're surrounded by mm-hmm. and where we are. No, it's so true. It's so interesting that you said that because I remember even when we were dating, we were going on a lot of like dates with guys. A lot of them said that they felt really lonely. Like a lot of times, like I would, you know, talk to guys and they like, would just like want the emotional company. They want the good discussion. Like, you know, we tend to think women just want that. Like, Oh, like, let's talk. Like, but a lot of the dudes wanted just to feel heard and seen and wanted to like be able to share what they were excited about or what they were doing and what they were doing in their job and like be, just have someone like literally just hear them. So you can be in even a long-term, even a great relationship, but if you don't feel heard and seen by your, the people that are around you, then you're not going to feel connected. Yeah. I think, um, if you're in a space where you're just, you are feeling really lonely is maybe trying to reach out to friends that you can trust or I don't know, finding communities of like-minded people. Like we have our podcast group, the best life podcast. So, you know, people listening to this kind of stuff are probably like-minded to you and 
you know, just starting slow and starting small to build friendships, it's, it's about connection. And in order to connect, you have, you have to, be, to vulnerable be vulnerable and you have to share what you're feeling and totally. maybe what you're scared of and where things are going. And that's really how real connections are made. And so I'd say another piece of that is if you're feeling lonely to ask yourself, are you being real and going deep with people? Or if you're staying surface level, then you're not going to feel like you're connecting because you can't. So true. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think this is a great discussion just for, especially because I know we have a lot of gals who listen to the podcast and men who listen to the podcast who are going through life transitions, who are going through things where maybe they were married, now they're not. Maybe they were in a job where they, especially during the pandemic, especially if you're used to going into like a corporate job or something and like being able to see and talk to a lot of people. I know that a lot of people are feeling really lonely at their houses because they have to work from home now. So I would say, um, you know, it is one of those things that we definitely need to talk about and just get used to. And I think like Danny had mentioned, it really is just an act of courage to, to be like, cool, to put yourself in a situation where you're going to be alone and be able to see yourself and look down on yourself, actually managing it and being able to do it. And that for me was what was really empowering. And it could have been anywhere. You know, I, I had my, obviously my trips, but then I also like just lived in California and I like just had my, but you know, what was really cool about that is every time I went home to the, um, I went back to my apartment after I was traveling. I remember just being so excited to go home. I was like, it was a tiny little apartment, 7,000 square foot, like right downtown in Santa Monica, right near the water. And I remember it was like the fifth floor loft. And I remember just being like this, everything here is mine. Like, it's just me and like, it's all my stuff. And I just like, it's just felt like a little like safe haven. Yeah. And so I, there's something really nice about it that you can actually look forward to. I think there's so many great lessons in being alone, um, kind of earlier too. Like I love, I just, I have a lot of nostalgic memories of my LA like little apartment too, yep. but some of my memories were of just being in that apartment and just crying. And those were the moments where it was like, okay, the date's over. I already saw you hung out. And I just was like, okay, now I was thinking about what had just been going on and what, but I, and like what I was missing, but those were also important moments to go through. It yeah. was important to process it. Yeah. And I think if I had just continued to avoid, 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 totally. and just stay so busy that I could never cry and could never think about it, that that would come out later somehow. I, I think, think it's, it's really important yeah. to experience loneliness and allow yourself to experience it. Yeah. I think so many people, and we all have this person in our life that we know who like cannot be alone. They're constantly being like, Hey, what are you doing? Where are you going? I'll be there. Like, and I think there's something so valuable about letting yourself have the experience of loneliness and just sitting with yourself Yeah. and like not trying to call someone, text someone, see what someone's doing and just be like, cool. It's just me. Is that okay? And be your own company yep. there's, and then endure that. Right. And the, and like Danny said, like it doesn't, the loneliness piece, it doesn't last forever. But I think it's important to honor it yep. and be like, cool, this is where I'm at with it. And then like, I think over time it starts to become less lonely and more just alone Yes, because you really do appreciate your own company as well. Yeah. Oh, I love it. Uh, I think this is such a great topic and, you know, loneliness again, like I said, it's, I feel like it's an epidemic, but it's not, I don't know. It's not something to run from. I think we got to feel it. You got to go through it and being alone is not the worst. Ask any mom right here listening. <laughs> Actually, I'd be surprised at how many moms who have come to my events, it was their first time traveling alone. Mm -hmm. And while I think they really enjoyed the time away from the kids and having to be like on all the time, they they were a little scared. Yeah. Like they were really, and they were really proud of themselves. They're like, 
I got an Uber from LAX by myself. And I'm like, yeah, like it's, you can do it. You know, there's, there's so much, I think, confidence that can be built from it. The fear, the thing we're running from and that we're afraid of turns into this empowering experience, but you have to like lean into it. You have to have the courage and just go through it. You have to just say yes, man. And then run into a corner and be like, all right, I guess I just say <laughs> yes. Okay. Fuck it. I guess I'm going to figure it out. Yeah. And one thing I always counted on was looking at other people who've done it. I'm like, okay, if they could do it, I could do it. Totally. If this, if this woman has done it, she's gone through a divorce or she's gone through she's traveled alone and there's these bloggers that are doing it. Okay. It can be done. It's not like I'm creating this thing. Actually, it's uh, interesting because we actually, I got a message today from Victoria, um, shout out Victoria, who said that she was, had planned a trip last summer to Zion in Vegas. And when she had planned it, she was going to go with her boyfriend, but they ended up breaking up. And she texted me back when I was in Zion last summer. And she's like, Hey, do you think it's okay to go by myself? I'm thinking about still going. Is it safe? I was like, dude, go by yourself. It's so beautiful here. I'd love to be myself here actually. And she just messaged me today and was like, your podcast has helped me so much. I went to Vegas and to Zion by myself and it was so great. And I'm like, she's coming into her own. She's like doing all these courses and she's like really just getting to know herself. And she's just like, the podcast is really making a difference. So shout out Victoria. That's awesome. So just appreciate that feedback and dude, it fucking works, man. Love it. Go Victoria. (laughs) (laughs) We love you guys. Thank you for sharing those stories. Like we don't want your DMs just for podcast ideas too. We love when you share your wins and like things you've been learning about yourself, things that have helped you. It makes us feel so good that not only are you listening, but it's, it's helping you because sometimes we don't know. We just like post it into the world and like we get zero feedback. We're like, was that okay? Like, was that good? Does anyone (laughs) care? Did people like it? Yeah. (laughs) I mean, it's fine. We'll, we would do the same work regardless, but it always is so nice to hear that it is appreciated and that it really does help you guys. So it is. And we'd love to shout you out about it because that we want to celebrate you too. Huge. So anyway, well, well, thank you for listening again. If you get a chance to, no, not if you get a chance, I'm going to make this request. Please make, (laughs) make the chance to leave us a review on our podcast app on Apple. And if you can on Spotify, I don't know if you can actually, but wherever you're listening, if you are able to leave us a review, we would really appreciate it. We love reading those. We really appreciate y'all and we'll see you on the next episode. Thanks guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.